Welcome to Starting the Conversation, the podcast which communicates the reality of running a business, showing up online and doing your own thing. If we haven't been introduced before, hello, my name's Alice. I'm a digital marketing coach based in the UK and I'm also the host of this podcast. There's nothing I enjoy more than talking about the often unspoken sides of being an entrepreneur and sitting down in conversation with others who get it. We all know that running a business and being self-employed can be a sometimes lonely and consuming experience. So it's my intention that these episodes bring you that bit of encouragement and community to what you're doing. In today's episode, I'll be discussing how my depression and mental health interacts with my work and how I plan what I do. So if you're ready to be reminded that choosing to lean in or opt out is something we all experience and discover how I've learned to find the balance between the two, then keep on listening. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 34 of Starting the Conversation. Um, The topic that I'm talking about today feels incredibly apt and relevant for both how I'm feeling in my life at the moment, but also the conversations that I seem to be having with other people and other people's experiences as well. Um, Today's episode is actually inspired by a blog post that I did a couple of years ago. And when I was thinking that I wanted to do an episode talking about how my mental health interacts with my business, obviously that is such a huge topic. And I'm very aware that what I'm sharing in this episode is purely my experience and I wanted to come from it from an angle where I was really comfortable that what I was sharing was definitely true for me and that there was actually some in there which would be interesting and useful for other people and I think for a lot of us particularly those who experience depression or mental health really struggle with this time of year Um, it's really significant for me the second it starts to get cold the second it starts to get dark my mental health just absolutely flips and it's like depression is so so real Um, but I know that's the same for so many of my friends and the people that I speak to who don't have mental health and don't experience depression that actually there is a lot of science behind how this time of year and the changing seasons and the darker and the colder weather does impact our mood and in turn impacts how we feel mentally and One of the things that's true is that when you're self-employed, how you feel mentally is very important because you are in total control of what you're doing and when you're doing it and how you're doing it. So if you don't feel motivated or you don't want to do something, that's a really difficult thing to deal with. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about how I cope with choosing between leaning in and opting out when I wake up each day with depression. So every day when I wake up, I'm presented with two options, either to lean in or to opt out. Now the reality is we're all given that decision to make. That's not special to me, that's not special to someone with mental health. We all wake up with a choice. But for someone who is both self-employed and experiencing mental health, I decide exactly how I work, when I work, how long it's for and what I do. And because of my mental health, my brain isn't always as regimented and predictable as some people's may be. So actually my answer to the question each morning of do I lean in or do I opt out holds a pretty significant influence on my day and on kind of how my work goes. Now it would be very true to say that I used to view opting out as a really weak decision and that is Difficult to say because now I find that a really, really frustrating mindset that people have. But I used to think that waking up and saying, I can't do this, I need a day off, or I need to take an hour out, or I just need a break, was a really weak thing. I rarely allowed myself time off of work or away from emails. When I was having a tough day, I often just punished myself by staying at the laptop and keep going. And in honesty, that's still something I sometimes experience and I have to snap myself out of it. But it definitely used to be a lot more common for me that opting out wasn't even an option because I would really beat myself up for doing it. 
for those who don't know my story, I started my business quite young. I was quite naive when I started out, which kind of was A, something that probably helped me because I took a lot of risks and made a lot of decisions, which maybe I wouldn't do now or maybe in a few years time when I'm a bit more like risk adverse and sensible. Um, But one of the things that being that naive 17 year old did was that I was swept up into the mindset of whatever was around me. And when I first started my business, I was working with a lot of corporates and the corporate world of work has this really weird culture where you're admired for being busy and you're celebrated for sick days that you don't take. And that was really difficult for me to acknowledge. I didn't even realize there was something weird about that. One of the companies that I used to consult for would literally give out annual awards to those team members who replied to their emails the fastest. And although I look back thinking that is such an awful thing to celebrate, like you're literally celebrating someone having no work-life boundaries and no um, balance between the two. At the time, obviously I wanted that bloody award. Like I was like, okay, how quickly can I reply to these emails to make sure things get done? But I think that for me is a prime example of what the corporate world looks like in terms of how they view opting out and giving you space and setting boundaries. And obviously that's not true for every corporate world. I'm not one of those people who runs a business and therefore thinks that anyone in an employed role is hating it and it's the worst thing ever. But my experience of working in a corporate environment was that. And it was that I get got very swept up into the mindset that being busy meant being successful and that the more I worked and the less boundaries I had, the better I was at my job. So if you know more about my story, you'll know that I lasted about 12 months of opting in. Every single day, 12 hour days, sat down my computer, answering everything as quick as I could, basically just being completely swept up in that world of doing and work. And it wasn't even that I was consciously deciding to ignore my mental health or to not give myself space you know opt out but I just had no clue how important it was to consider my mind and my body when I was creating a work schedule and doing my job the reality was I really really loved what I did I still do love what I do but I loved it so much and found so much joy in it and people clapped me so much for it that I didn't even stop to think that it could be ruining my mental health or becoming a really negative thing for me So about 12 months after that that I started, it was January 2017, so the start of last year, and it's safe to say that my body opted out for me. Um, I've got a couple of episodes where I talk about this story a bit more, but in short, I decided to take my first week off that I'd had since starting my business. I'm sure many people relate to that, that it's so rare to actually take time off when you run a business because it takes so much work and planning. But so many people around me said, you know, okay, you've had a crazy year, take a week off in January. So I took this week off and I remember really, really vividly being on a flight to Switzerland. We were going skiing as a family. And the second I was on that flight, disconnected from my work, you know, auto reply emails on, nothing buzzing at me, nothing being done. I honestly just realized that I was completely empty. And it was the most difficult week for me being on that holiday because as the days went by and as I saw other people laughing and smiling and feeling joy and really loving being away and doing things I just felt completely empty and I slowly realized that when I wasn't in a work context I didn't feel anything and it took a long time for me to begin to put kind of word to that feeling and understand that and begin to get help but 
I ended up basically that week off turned into six months off because at the end of the week, I just didn't feel mentally okay to go back to work. I'd had that almost reality check of like, something's not right. I don't feel okay. I need to sort something out. So I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety, which in honesty, I think was always there. I'd been diagnosed with anxiety when I was in my teens already. Um, And I think the depression was something that had always been there, or at least for a few years had been there because when I look back, I see it and I can recognize it but it was definitely drawn out and kind of emphasized by the burnout that I had and that was kind of I guess the only way that I was really going to see it and get help for it was by it literally like stopping me in my tracks and forcing me to do something so I took six months off I you know got therapy and I was on medication I kind of just gave myself space I remember just spending the first three months just in bed all the time I don't think my family or my friends really knew what to do with me um, because I'd just gone from being this you know, super high capacity, hardworking, traveling all the time business owner to someone who was just completely empty and sat in bed all the time. But after that six months was off, I felt, you know, like mentally ready to start back with my business. And I was obviously a lot more conscious then of how I wanted to relaunch, you know, trying to work out what it was that got me to a place of burnout and really that um, ill mental health and trying to build a business that didn't do that. Um, So I reopened my business, kind of relaunched, I guess, at the back end of last year. And I will let you in on a secret, what's not a secret, but I thought that that would be the end of my journey with depression. And I thought, well, thank you, mental health. You existed to give me this time off and to help me rebuild things and understand what I need to change about my business. And now everything's better, my business is back. I feel a bit more sane, so you're gonna go away. Um, it's safe to say that this next section could be described as still working, but still depressed. (laughs) Because in my mind, and looking back, I mean, I probably should have, because no one else was telling me that. Everyone else told me that it was probably going to be there for a lot longer than I thought it was. But in my mind, depression was a seasonal thing. It was there because I was burnt out, and I assumed that it would go away once I was rested and, you know, working in a better schedule. I was incredibly wrong and that was a really difficult process to go through admitting as you know the first of the next week came round or the start of each month rolled round or it turned from two months into three months into six months into a year and it got to my birthday and I realized it had been over a year since I'd felt this way those milestones became really tricky for me because I'd set myself the expectation that I will get better when xyz and none of those things ever fulfilled themselves so as a bit of a control freak it was a really difficult process and a slow process learning and being okay with the fact that my mental health works on its own terms and that it has stuck around i don't like that it stuck around but i can do something about that and i can still help it so admitting that it wasn't something in my sphere of control in terms of it being there was really tough But obviously I am admitting that there's things that I do that help to deal with it. But that was just a really difficult few months for me when I was relaunching my business and kind of surprised that I felt depressed because I thought, come on, you need to go now. But looking back and understanding mental health the way that I know it now, obviously that didn't happen. Although for some, I'm sure it does. So after I got over the fact that I couldn't wave my depression away, um, it was time to learn for me how to work in a way that respected my mental health and didn't result in another burnout. Um, it was My burnout was one of those experiences in life where I would say that I wouldn't wish it on anyone. It was the most difficult six months of my life. I felt incredibly hopeless and incredibly lost the whole time. I didn't know how to communicate what was going on. It, it's still probably something that 
I don't think I'm quite aware of what that six months was like for me. Um, but because of how difficult that was, I was so intent when I started my business back last year, and I still am, that I wanted to create a schedule and a routine around me that didn't result in that. So that meant that my daily decision of whether I opted out or lent in was all more important because I needed to become more in touch with and more aware of what my mental health was saying. and. Can, you know kind of like build my work schedule and build the way that I was treating myself around that feeling so starting off with leaning in now the majority of the time for me and I recognize that this is only my experience and it's completely different for everyone who has any form of mental health or in fact just experiences down days and difficultness um, the cloud of depression that I feel and I call it a cloud I hate that people call it a dog because Dogs are quite nice and I don't want to think of dogs in a negative way. So instead I think of it as a cloud. Um, but very often for me, the cloud of depression is present and I know it's there, but it feels somewhat manageable. I wake up and I think, okay, it's obviously still there, but I mean, I don't consciously think that because I'm just aware that it's always there now. But it doesn't feel like it's kind of, you know, like hanging over my head and really holding me back. And actually, there's often days where I don't even remember that I have a mental illness or that I have depression until the alarm goes off on my phone to take my tablets or I suddenly remember that I've forgotten to take them for a day and I'm like, oh, I didn't even remember that. And I'm always grateful for those days. For me, those are like respite days when I don't have to think about it or acknowledge it or do something to help it. Those days for me give me so much energy because I end it just feeling so great because I haven't had to think about or acknowledge or treat my mental health. Um, now, so for these kind of batch of days, either when the, men the depression feels there but manageable or when I don't really notice it at all, I choose these days as the ones where I lean in the ones where I make a conscious decision to lean into my work and do what needs to be done. Now, I refer to it as leaning in because often it's not always an instant decision to get the work done and have a great day. Sometimes I do feel completely in the middle. I feel good, not great is the way I like to call it. You know, not awful, but not great either. And I really, if I want to push through, have to push through. It's not always just a decision in the morning and I spring out of bed and everything's better than that. Sometimes if I am having a slightly in the middle day, maybe I'm around like 65 or 70% in how I'm feeling mentally, it is a process of leaning in. I have to make a conscious decision. And that for me is tiring. That's a difficult thing to do. But I definitely acknowledge that even when I push through in some aspect, I always am grateful that I've done that. So these days, particularly when I don't feel that depression at all, are the big action days. They're the ones where I wake up and I think, okay, let's get the work done. And as a result of that, obviously, my business grows. And as somebody who loves their work, loves their business, and takes real pride in what I do, obviously these days are my favourite, and I really enjoy them. Um, I always have an incredible feeling of excitement, really. It sounds a bit silly, but when I wake up and realise that my depression feels okay, that's always a very exciting thing for me. And actually something that I've learned when it comes to leaning in is making a work routine that makes it as easy as possible for me to lean in when I know that I need to. Now, the I'm very, very lucky to do what I do. I'm very lucky to work for myself. I'm very fortunate. I am obviously have built this for myself but I acknowledge that for someone with mental health working for yourself can be a really helpful thing because you can create a schedule around that taking time off is a lot easier and obviously on the other hand there's not always things that are as easy sometimes I wish I had a boss to tell me what to do or I was paid for sick days um, but overall it's definitely more positive than negative in how the way that I work and the fact that I run a business works with my mental health 
Um, but something that I've definitely learned to do to help the leaning in be a bit easier is to create a better schedule for myself. And that's to also create a schedule which is intuitive to how I feel. So for me, on a normal week, I feel great. Well, great is probably a bit optimistic. I generally feel my best on a Monday, a Tuesday, and a Wednesday. I love the whole like start of the week feeling. That's really motivating to me. And it tends to get to about a Wednesday afternoon and the fog and that cloud often just start to edge in. I really struggle with Thursdays and Fridays. I have a really horrible feeling at the end of the week that I haven't got enough done and I feel very guilty. So for me, my best days, more often than not, are the start of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So they're the days that I harness to do my most important stuff. And they're always my busiest days. I choose to be really, really jam-packed the first three days of the week so that I have space Thursday and Friday so that whatever my mental health is doing, however like deep and dark that cloud is feeling I can give myself space to take that so on a Monday I do all of my personal work so that's when I do any admin that I need to do work on any projects that I'm currently doing create my content and plan things like the podcast and then on a Tuesday Wednesday the only times that I will schedule in meetings and client calls so I spend the whole of those two days coaching and whilst I do sometimes find that really overwhelming I don't always wake up on a Tuesday feeling as great as I hope to but because I've squeezed it all into one day it feels a bit more manageable because it's not that I have a whole week of client calls I can just say okay I've got today and I've got tomorrow and then I can take Thursday Friday really easy and for me that's really helped um And in the same sense, thinking about my year in that way too. I mentioned in the introduction that for me this time of year, and I know it is for many other people as well, really, really difficult. The dark and wet weather and the cold and the lack of sunshine and not being able to be outside as much really impacts my mental health and does make me a lot more depressed. So I saying that I haven't done this because I'm so busy at the moment but kind of looking forward I'm going to be a lot more conscious about how I plan in projects and when I you know decide that I want to be my most busy because actually in the summer I'm incredibly productive because I love the summer and it really energizes me and I love the sunshine and I love the warmth and the vitamin d is like my best friend um whereas actually being super busy at this time of year I sometimes find quite difficult particularly when the stuff has to get done because those days where I don't feel like I can lean in become feeling quite guilty because I think well there's work to be done but I think I need to opt out today so moving on to opting out obviously it's worth acknowledging that there is some days where that dark cloud feels a bit too dark and I would rather sit at home and binge watch Netflix than get anything significant done more often than not and this is just personal for me I don't want to create any expectation that anyone else has to do this but for me this helps I'll challenge myself to make some small victories so generally if I wake up feeling depressed if my mental health feels particularly like prevalent or prevalent I don't actually know prevalent I think is the word um then I think okay crap that's really annoying that feels really horrible okay what have I got on today? What can I move? And let's make some small victories. So whether it's just, you know, to send a couple of emails that I forgot to do the day before, file that month's expenses, or just do something that's a little bit mindless, but helps me to feel like I'm still moving the kind of, um, what's it called when you're like moving the no clue but it to me it's doing small tiny tasks that maybe don't mean too much in the big picture don't take a lot of energy don't really require me to put that much in but still help me to feel that I'm kind of moving the needle 
that's the phrase, moving the needle on my business and doing something. Um, and I really value those little easy and mindless jobs because they do help me to feel like I've made a bit of progress no matter how small it is. But the reality also is that there's some days that even those tiny jobs feel incredibly overwhelming and I do absolutely nothing. It's completely different for everyone, but for me, my depression is quite seasonal both in the sense of it being worse at different times of year but also that I often have straight weeks or months where it feels absolutely fine and then I'll have a set of days or a week or a month where it just feels awful and some of those really bad days particularly if the day before I've pushed myself too hard even those tiny jobs feel too much and I just get so anxious and worried and depressed and hopeless from opening my inbox that it's actually not worth trying to make myself do anything so I don't do anything. Like genuinely, some days I do absolutely nothing. And those days are definitely a rarity now. They didn't used to be. (laughs) They used to be a lot more common. I probably, this time last year, when I was, you know, just kind of starting back up, would spend three of my five working days either only doing an hour or so work a day or kind of jumping back to bed the second that everyone else went off to work so that I could just sit there and feel what I was feeling and sit in that moment but I've got to a place where my mental health is a lot more manageable I understand it a lot better I treat it with a lot more respect so these days are definitely a rarity probably one or two times each month if that so but it's definitely true to say that when I take those full days off when I give myself permission to not feel guilty for doing that to not feel shameful for doing that when I move things around and just think hey if I had a broken leg If I had a cold, if I had something really wrong with me, then it would be okay to tell people that I need to rearrange. And I feel really awful today. And whatever I'm gonna do today isn't actually gonna be at the level that I want it to be. So it's sometimes not worth doing it. And it's definitely true to say that when I take those days away, it definitely helps the days where I do need to give my all and I do really need to push in and lean into that. Um, And that feels really nice actually, to feel empowered and give myself permission to take that time away from my computer, take my time away from my business and actually prioritize my mental health. Um, I would suggest you listen to the most recent episode from this, so number 33, where I talked with Amy, who's a self-care mentor, all about um, kind of redefining self-care in a way that isn't bubble baths and yoga, but in a way that is really prioritizing yourself and setting boundaries. Because actually that's something that I have been working on over the last year, but would have really benefited from someone else helping me with it as opposed to me just trying to figure it out as I go along. So I guess for me, that's the difference between opting out and leaning in. And I think whether you have a mental illness or not, learning to find the balance between work and rest is something that we all need to do. It's paramount to creating a sustainable work routine. And really important when we want to create a lifestyle which respects both our physical and mental health, while still doing the things that we want to do in terms of moving the needle on our businesses and making significant things happen. And I think it's important for all of us, you know, whether you feel like you have depression or not, whether you feel like you experience mental health or not, to take time each morning to kind of consider how we feel and empower ourselves to make the decision of what is right for us. It's something I'm really passionate about encouraging people to do because it's been really fundamental for me and my business. It sounds a bit backwards, but I'm really certain that the productivity of my good days is always increased by the opting out days where my mind is just given total space and time to rest and just, you know, live with what it's feeling in that moment. 
actually for me sometimes I'm more productive working three days a week and resting two days a week than trying to work through the five when I just feel a bit crap the whole way through. So it's definitely true to say that it's all about balance and like I've said many times in this episode it's completely different for everyone so if you've listened to this and there's you know you resonate with my whole story and everything I experienced amazing if maybe this has been a bit of a difficult episode for you um, or just maybe a few things have resonated with you I just encourage you to take a bit of time and space off the back of this episode to consider you know what does that balance look like for me? When I think about leaning in and opting out, how can I fill in the blanks on what those days really look like? And how well do I understand how I feel when I wake up each morning? And maybe what can I put in place that allows me to create a work routine and a schedule that really respects my mental health and puts me in a good place in terms of how I feel and how my mind is doing? Um, But yeah, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really do love sharing these much more personal and honest episodes because for me, this is what I know I would have benefited from. For me, this podcast is something that is incredibly intuitive and I plan these episodes fairly short term so that I can ensure they're kind of on message with what I'm feeling at that time and also what I'm knowing that other people are experiencing too. So it's kind of my hope that, yeah, this is some form of help for you. I know that a year ago when I was kind of in the thick of trying to figure out the balance between leaning in and opting out, I would have really benefited from knowing that someone else felt the same way. So I hope in some way this has comforted or encouraged or helped you. Um, But thanks for tuning in. I'll be back next Monday. The podcast is going back to another day each week whilst the insta story thing has been going on it's been coming out on a wednesday it's now going to be coming out on a monday so even shorter until next week's episode and it's a really interesting guest episode loved the conversation so tune in for that but until then i will see you soon